Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for June 16th, 2018. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. This weekend is WWE Money in the Bank weekend, and this is your preview of the women's matches that will be on uh, that show and also the NXT TakeOver show that airs tonight. Now we'll start with the NXT TakeOver show, uh, which is in Chicago. Tonight the uh, pre-show is at 7.30 and the show itself is at 8 p.m. Uh, on the WWE Network. Uh, and the one women's match on the show will have Shayna Baszler defending the NXT Women's Championship against Nikki Cross. And um, this is the storyline. Shayna Baszler is a former MMA fighter, and the way they're uh, selling her is as a intimidating heel. She's basically intimidating the whole locker room. And the wrestler that they focused on with this has been Dakota Kai. And so, uh, so once uh, Dakota Kai uh, you know, lost to Shayna, then um, Nikki Cross uh, intervened, and she's the only, apparently the only woman on the roster who's not intimidated by Shayna. And in fact, uh, she seems to intimidate Shayna herself. Okay, Nikki Cross's character, if you haven't seen her on NXT, she was a member of Sanity for a while, actually kind of still is, and um, basically her character is, I wouldn't even call it crazy, I would say she's borderline insane. Uh, the highlight of her run, of her uh, NXT run so far, was a last woman standing match that she had with Asuka last year. That was one of the best matches of the year. That was an amazing match. But uh, Nikki, I don't even... I think she may have appeared on one TakeOver show previously. She's been in NXT for a while, and she's really due to be brought up to the main roster. Now, they brought up Sanity earlier this year, a couple of months ago. Uh, the original plan was for Sanity to be part of a, a tag team money in the bank match, but they decided not to do that. And so Sanity is still sitting around. They haven't even debuted on TV yet. I think they've done a couple of house shows, but I don't think they've debuted on TV yet. And Nikki wasn't brought up uh, with them. And the reason Nikki wasn't brought up is because uh, NXT recently did some shows in England and they needed her to sell tickets for that. She's a draw in England because of course she's from Scotland. All right. So she's well overdue to be brought up. Now, I don't know if they're going to bring her up to be part of Sanity. She doesn't really need them. Okay. She can get herself over just fine. Okay. Doesn't matter what roster you bring her up to. It really makes no difference. She, she, I mean, she was a, originally a heel and now she's kind of a baby face, but she really hasn't changed anything except who she's working with, which is Shayna. So I expect Shayna to win this match, mainly because I don't think they're quite ready to bring her up to the main roster. When Shayna does go up to the main roster, it will be uh, with Ronda Rousey, and she's very good friends with Ronda uh, in real life. So eventually that will lead to uh, a four horsewomen showdown. But I don't think they're ready to get started on that yet. 
but um, she could get involved in the near future. And I think they're just, I think they're going to keep Shayna at NXT for a little while longer. Um, they have um, uh, Yo Shirai coming in, and Yo Shirai will uh, make her first appearance at the Mae Young Classic. She's the likely winner of the Mae Young Classic, and that will likely earn her title shot. I don't know if it'll be at Brooklyn. That's probably too soon, but probably at the show after that, where they take over show at the Survivor Series. Uh, and so uh, Yo is going to have a long run as champ, NXT champ. And so what we may see is Shayna hold on to the title until November, and then she'll be brought up to the main roster. It may happen sooner than that. It depends on what happens on the main roster with Ronda. Okay, so my prediction for that match is that Shayna will retain, and then uh, Nikki will be brought up to the main roster. Uh, I don't know who they're going to have Shayna feud with next, but eventually it will be Yo Shirai. And by the way, those two had a great match about a year and a half ago uh, over in Japan for stardom. Uh, it was a great match, and uh, I expect that them to have it. some more great matches. Okay, so now we go to the Money in the Bank uh, show, which is tomorrow. Uh, the pre-show airs at 6 p.m., and the main uh, pay-per-view uh, runs at 7 p.m. on the WWE Network. Um, let's talk first about the Money in the Bank match itself. Uh, basically, what we've got here is four uh, women from the Raw side, which is uh, Sasha Banks, Natalia. Ember Moon and Alexa Bliss. And we got four wrestlers from the SmackDown end. And for that, you have uh, Lana, um, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and uh, I'm trying to think of who it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, the point, the point is, these type of matches are very hard to predict. Okay, because you don't know what the WWE's real motivation is in choosing a winner. Last week, last year, when they did it the first time, they kind of made a mistake by having James Ellsworth go up and get the briefcase and bring it back down for Carmella. It's a huge error. They ended up having to do it a second time, and Carmella, of course, ended up getting it anyway. It's stupid. But anyway, the point is. The reason they gave it to Carmella last year is because Carmella is what we call a chicken shit heel, all right? And the only wrestler, oh, Naomi is the fourth wrestler, sorry, on SmackDown, sorry. Um, now, the only chicken shit heel in this match is Alexa Bliss. So one would think that Alexa Bliss is a likely winner, a likely winner of the Money in the Bank briefcase, and she can you know, use it as a threat for the next year, whatever, okay? But there is another scenario that I could see, and that scenario has to do with Natalia. So there's been talk over the last week. Uh, first of all, she's a babyface right now, and she's very good friends. In real life, she's good friends with her, but also on the roster, on, on TV, she's good friends with Ronda Rousey. All right. So they actually did a an injury angle for Natty where she's you know she hurt her knee. She didn't even do it properly. It's a waste of time to even have her do that because 
she's inept, okay, when it comes to that kind of nonsense, all right? Natty has been inept since she's been on Total Divas, all right? She figured that she could be that way. But she just isn't who she used to be. One time she was a pretty good wrestler. Now she's so concerned about Total Divas that she's just become inept as a wrestler. So what they're thinking of doing is turning her heel again. Oh, wasn't she a heel on SmackDown earlier this year? No kidding. What they're thinking of doing uh, is having her turn heel, win the Money in the Bank briefcase, and then turn heel on Ronda. That's what they're thinking about. I think it'll be either one of those two to win it, either Alexa or Natty. It kind of depends on what the WWE wants to do. Um, and, it, and it kind of depends on what happens in the Raw Championship match as well, because we've got that happening here with uh, uh, Nia Jax defending against uh, Ronda Rousey. I expect this particular match to be very short because it's Ronda's first single match, period. You know, she hasn't even done a singles match on house show. She was supposed to do a couple in Europe and they turned them into tag team matches. So she hasn't even done a singles match yet. So, and, and she's facing somebody who uh, is still, regardless of her being a champion right now, is very, very green, and she can't, Nia Jax cannot carry Ronda to a quality match. She can't. She just doesn't have that kind of ability. She may never have that kind of ability. You see, this is why I was hoping they would sign Jazzy Gaber, because Jazzy would be perfect for this, okay? Because she is not only this monster, but she can carry anybody. You know, that's how good she is. So, I expect the match to be very short, and I would not be surprised if there's some outside interference if they choose to give Natty the Money in the Bank briefcase, because she could quite easily uh, attack Ronda after the match and, you know, use the Money in the Bank briefcase to win the title. But I don't know if they're going to do that. Um, there's a couple of different ways they can go. I expect the match to be short. I don't know... Uh, I just don't like the match that much. I think that it's it's too soon, and uh, it just seem just seems impatient to me, you know. So I, I really don't care for it. Really don't care for it. Now the other uh, championship match we have Carmella defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Asuka. Now, obviously, there isn't any way logically that Carmella could ever beat Asuka. Because Carmella can't wrestle worth a damn. She's awful. Okay? I, you know, I've, as I've said before uh, on the podcast and on the blog, I don't even call her a bad wrestler. She's not a wrestler. She is a dancer and a cheerleader, and she should be valeting. Okay? She just isn't, doesn't have the skills. And so the biggest challenge for Asuka is to have a good match with this girl because she's really terrible. And, and you know, Asuka will figure it out. But I also expect some shenanigans here as well, okay? Because it was reported on, Mike Johnson reported on Monday that um, James Ellsworth could be on the show, okay? And they're thinking of bringing him back for this. And it was, uh, there was a rumor killer at the time 
that J Ellsworth was going to be appearing on a show in China. Now on Thursday, the promotion that was doing that show announced that Ellsworth would not be appearing in China. So that opens the door for Ellsworth to appear on the Money in the Bank show. All right. So I said on my blog earlier this week, I was going to give you two scenarios as to what could happen here. Now, just because Ellsworth is going to be involved, we remember what he did last year at the Money in the Bank show for Carmella. And so obviously he's going to get involved if he's there. Okay. I'm not sure how they're going to do it, but obviously it's already suspected that he's going to show up. Okay. So there's two ways they can do this. Okay. One way is to have Ellsworth interfere in the match and Carmella is able to, to win, okay? But there's another way. It doesn't have to end that way. That's, chances are pretty good that's not what's going to happen. What is more likely to happen, because Ellsworth is inept, okay? You have to remember that. Ellsworth is inept, okay? What could happen is Ellsworth could interfere, okay? Distract Asuka, so Carmella lands the one move she can do, which is a damn super kick. But as we all know, putting Asuka down is one thing, keeping her down is another. So the likely scenario there is Carmella goes for the pin after the super kick and Asuka kicks out. Then Ellsworth tries to interfere again. He comes into the ring. Asuka proceeds to kick his ass or kick his head off or whatever. And then... Once she gets rid of Ellsworth, which won't take very long because she kicks pretty hard, uh, then she finishes off Carmella. So I think it's either one of the two scenarios. There's also a possibly possible uh, DQ finish as well, but I don't think they're going to do that. I think what they're going to do is have Ellsworth interfere one way or another, but Asuka is Asuka, and she can overcome that. You know, that's the way they've played the character in the past. You know, you, could, you can't keep her down. I mean, she's a zombie <laughs> when it comes to kicking out at this count, out, kicking out at two. Uh, that's the way she is. Uh, so I, I, I'm expecting Asuka to win anyway, but I'm expecting some shenanigans as well. Okay, now let's, a uh, couple more things that we want to get to. Uh, there are a couple of uh, UFC matches, including a title match, the one between uh, Valentina Shevchenko and Nico Montano, that have been reported, but they are not confirmed. And in the case of that title match, uh, the UFC has yet to announce the venue for the show. So I usually wait until they officially announce a show like that. And when they're doing a main event like that, that's what they do. Okay, so I'll be writing and commenting on those, uh, those two matches as soon as they are confirmed. Now, on Thursday, uh, Tokyo Sports reported that uh, Joshi Poresu legend Meiko Satamura will be in the Mae Young Classic. And uh, they spoke to her. Uh, for those who are not familiar with Meiko, Meiko is a veteran of 23 years in pro wrestling. She started out when she was 15 years old in the Gaia promotion. And I think some fans may recall seeing her in WCW back in the 90s. Um, she was 17 years old when she was in WCW. But for years, oh, and I should also mention, if you've never seen the 2000 film Gaia Girls, uh, Mako stars in that film. She was 19 years old at the time and the head trainer at Gaia. And you, if you've never seen that picture, check it out, it's on YouTube. 
definitely worth seeing. Okay, so uh, after Gaia closed in 2005, uh, Mako opened her own promotion, uh, Sendai Girls, and she still runs that promotion today. And she, I mean, she's 38 years old now. She basically, she can't do the things she used to do in the ring, mainly because she's had three back surgeries, but she's still pretty good, okay? Like, uh, she's still pretty good. So uh, basically, she's, uh, they reported that she will be in the Mae Young Classic. She's not coming to the WWE permanently. This will be a one-time appearance, okay? Similar to what they did last year with Mercedes Martinez. They had no plans to sign Mercedes Martinez, they just wanted to uh, show her some respect by giving her uh, a spot in the Mae Young Classic. That's what they're going to do with Mako. She's not going to uh, win the tournament or anything like that. She's likely going to uh, be used to make a couple of uh, uh, younger wrestlers look good, okay? which she can do quite easily. And uh, 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 Tokyo Sports spoke to her. Uh, Mako said that uh, she's talking to them. She can't uh, confirm anything right now. Uh, WWE will be in Japan uh, on the 29th and 30th, and they're going to announce the signing of Yoshirai and Mako's participation uh, at that time. And that's what they did last year with um, Kyrie Sane. Uh, they did a, something on the video board in the arena uh, with Kyrie. So they're going to do the same thing this year, obviously. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be great to see Mako on this show. She even told Tokyo Sports that she has no intention of leaving Japan. And uh, so it's a one-time appearance for her. I think it's, it's uh, shows respect for her, which she has earned with a long career and uh, very distinguished, uh, long and very distinguished career. And so I'm looking forward to seeing her. And I, of course, I'm also looking forward to seeing Yoshirai. Okay, that's it for today. Uh, I'll be back on Monday with my review of uh, Money in the Bank and the uh, Takeover Show. Uh, and don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Uh, you can leave a voice message on the podcast, and I'll be more than happy to answer any questions you might have. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at iTunes, Google Play Music, and other services. Okay? So like I said, be back on um, Monday. Uh, Enjoy the weekend's WWE shows. Talk to you later.